Hello and welcome to Better Work Days, a show dedicated to helping everyday professionals create better days at work. I'm your host, Andy Morrison from Real Custom Training, where we design and deliver professional development workshops that are relevant, engaging, actionable, and lasting. Each week on Better Work Days, we'll be taking a look at a specific concept, skill, or story that we use in our workshops. We'll make sure that they're easy to understand, fun to learn about, and most importantly, that they can be applied immediately in the workplace as soon as you finish the episode. Thank you for joining us. It's time for Better Work Days from Real Custom Training. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Better Work Days. I'm your host, Andy Morrison from Real Custom Training. And this week's episode, I think, may end up being one of our shortest ones so far. But I would dare say it'll be one of the most impactful and perhaps one of the most popular because we are dealing with a topic that we hear about all the time in our workshops. And that is the question of should your meeting be an email? At Real Custom Training, when we run our workshops, it gives us the opportunity to talk to people about the things they love about their jobs and the things that drive them crazy about their jobs. And when it comes to the things that drive us all crazy, meetings are at the top of the list. Now, meetings themselves are not inherently a waste of time. I do think that meetings get a bad rap in the workplace because many of the times when we're in a meeting that feels like a waste of time, it's because it's a meeting that didn't have to be a meeting at all. Oftentimes, it could have been handled with different forms of communications. Oftentimes, it's a meeting that really could have just been an email. And our participants tell us that there's nothing worse than sitting in a meeting and thinking to yourself, my God, this could have just been an email. Why am I trapped in this room right now? So what we do is we help managers uh, determine whether or not the meeting they believe they need to have could actually just be better handled as a simple electronic or face-to-face -face communication with individuals. We really help them figure out, do you need to hold that meeting at all? Now, when it comes to determining whether or not an email would be a more beneficial option than actually gathering people around the table for a meeting, we have a flow chart that we give everybody. This is one of the job aids that we give them when they come to the workshop. It's a, it's an example of how we try to give people a lasting experience in our workshops by giving them these job aids that they can use for years after the workshop concludes to continue making sure that when they want to run a meeting, they're doing the legwork to determine if they really need a meeting or if perhaps an email would suffice. So I'm going to share that flowchart with you today. You can see it for those of you watching along on the stream. We've got it up on the screen. Now, I know the quality may not be the best, so here's what I'm going to do for you. If you'd like to use this flowchart in the future at your own work, I'm going to make this flowchart available as a PDF. It's the same exact format PDF uh, that we use when we hand these out in the workshop. I'm going to make that available on the Real Custom Training LinkedIn page for you. So if you listen to this episode and you think it's helpful and you'd like a copy of this flowchart that you can use at work, check out our LinkedIn page. And while you're there, make sure you throw us a follow and you can download this PDF once this episode is made available. So you start with this flowchart. Your first thing you've got to do if you're thinking about gathering your team for a meeting is determine if a meeting is necessary. And trust me, your team is going to love you as the boss if you're doing this due diligence every time you're thinking about holding a meeting. Make sure you really need to hold it. So the first question in the flowchart is whether or not the reason for gathering everybody is to ask a quick question or provide a quick update. Okay, quick. Quick is the key word there. If the answer is yes, if it's a quick question that can quickly be answered, then just send an email. Don't waste time gathering everybody together. If the answer is no, 
no, it's not a quick question and it's not a quick update, then you've got to move on to the next question for yourself, which is whether or not it requires the group's immediate feedback or an immediate decision from the group. If the answer to that question is yes, yeah, I do need immediate feedback and I kind of need the group to come up with a decision, then the next question you want to ask yourself is can it be resolved in less than five minutes? If I gather everyone around the table and I need their feedback and I need a decision from them, if I think I can get all that in less than five minutes, then do not hold that meeting. This is a case where you want to consider an email or even getting them all on Teams for a quick group chat so that you can get their feedback and you can get that decision quickly. If it's going to take less than five minutes, it is not worth the disruption to everybody's workflow and everybody's time to actually bring them together and get them around the table. Just handle that electronically in that case. However, if the answer to that question was no, no, it doesn't require immediate feedback and it doesn't require an immediate decision, then the next question you want to ask yourself is if you need to have a detailed discussion with the group and if you need to do some brainstorming with the group. If the answer to that question is yes, then by all means schedule the meeting. Because at this point, you have determined that the purpose of the meeting is such that the meeting itself is worthwhile. You don't want to brainstorm electronically and you don't want to try to have detailed discussions electronically. Those are the types of activities that are best done face to face, whether that means you're physically together in the same room or you're meeting together virtually. In the case of needing a discussion or brainstorming, absolutely hold the meeting. You can know that you're holding the meeting for worthwhile reasons and you're not wasting everybody's time. However, if you ask yourself this question, do I need a detailed discussion? Do I need brainstorming? If your answer to that question is no, then you know you can just send an email to cover this topic with your team. And when it comes to brainstorming, in my own professional experience and uh, this is backed up by what I hear from our workshop participants. Uh, brainstorming is many times the number one cause of meetings that go off the tracks. Uh, brainstorming is one of the many things we talk about at Real Custom Training, where we're all expected to do it in the workplace, but we were never necessarily taught exactly how to do it. I always say it's akin to being tossed a trombone. You know, you and your team are given a bunch of trombones or musical instruments, and you're expected to play a song together. Well, did you ever actually learn how to play those instruments? If not, you're going to have trouble writing a good piece of music together. It's the same thing with brainstorming. There's a process to it. There's simple rules you can follow to make sure that brainstorming is effective and doesn't end up going in circles. And that's one of the things that we cover in our workshop, Running Meetings That Matter. This workshop is part of a series that we're running this spring here in Putnam. It's called the Supervisory Deep Dives Series. And one of those deep dives is in running meetings that matter. So in this workshop, which we have coming up in May, we're going to help people determine, like we did in this, this episode, do you really need to hold that meeting? If so, then let's talk about strategizing and planning that meeting so it is as effective as possible and that it is the best use of everybody's time. And then from there, in the second half of the workshop, we focus on facilitation skills for running a meeting effectively. That includes brainstorming. That includes problem-solving exercises. Uh, it includes what do you do with problem employees in meetings? Maybe they're good-intentioned, but they tend to ramble on. They tend to get people off track. We cover essential facilitation skills so that when you're running a meeting, you can handle all of those things effectively. I think that if every manager used a flowchart like this 
to determine whether or not their meeting really needs to be a meeting that we would have happier employees throughout the world. Because well-intentioned managers, sometimes we fall into this trap of thinking every time we need feedback from people or every time we need to provide information to our team that it warrants a meeting. And it does not always warrant a meeting, as you now know, thanks to this episode. So like I said, I'm going to post that PDF on our LinkedIn page. So if you want to download a copy of this flowchart that you can use, a nice analog tool to use uh, every time you're thinking about holding a meeting, check out our LinkedIn page and you can download that PDF. And please, while you're there, give us a follow so you can continue to see content that we're posting on LinkedIn as well. And as always, please visit us at realcustomtraining.com. You can see an upcoming list of workshops that we're going to be running here in Putnam, Connecticut. But keep in mind, if you're outside of Northeastern Connecticut, every workshop we run here in Putnam can also be run online and can also be scheduled at your convenience if you have a group of employees that you would like to participate in a certain workshop. If you're beyond Northeastern Connecticut, we'll work with you to hold that workshop online. And just like when we do it in person, we make sure it's relevant, engaging, actionable, and lasting. We require everybody to have webcams. We require everybody to have microphones so that our online workshops are as interactive as our in-person experiences. Lastly, I just want to say thank you for listening to Better Workdays. We've been getting great feedback from companies that are utilizing the podcast as a learning resource for their employees, and we really appreciate that feedback. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, please make sure to subscribe. And if you're so inclined, leave us a review. Those are really important. Uh, the subscription numbers and the, the good reviews help move us up in the podcast charts and help more people discover better work days. Same thing if you're uh, uh, streaming, uh, if you prefer streaming and you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to Real Custom, Custom Trainings page. Give us a thumbs up on the video and keep coming back every week for more lessons like whether or not your meeting should be an email. Thanks for listening.